so thrilled to introduce this next speaker. Um, I've known Harm forever, and I can honestly say that she is one of the most genuine and authentic people I know. What you see is what you get with her. She's how she is on social media in real life. Um, prior to starting with mascara, Harm had zero influence on social media, and she didn't really care to, but once she started with her business, she knew that the best way to reach as many people as she could was through different platforms. She started analyzing why she liked following the people that she did. It was not because of their image or fancy lives, but because of their genuine, authentic, true content because they were real life. She knew that was exactly what she wanted to create. No smoke and mirrors or optical illusions, unless it's your hack, of course. Help me give a warm welcome to the influencer of the year, Harmony Buse. Thanks, Rach. Good job. So I really think she wants to kill me for making her do that. So if you guys can't find me, you'll know what happened. Okay, so I have a little bit of good news and some bad news. The good news is, what well, I wait, let me start with the bad. Let's go with the bad first. The bad news is, you guys have pretty much heard everything I'm going to get up here and talk to you guys about, because Bill and Juliana totally stole my content, like <laughs> all of it. So I was thinking we could just like stand in a circle and play games, sing songs, <laughs> let's do it, woohoo! But the good news is, to go with that, it must be good, because I always question myself, like when they ask me to talk today, it's like, sometimes you wonder, because I've never really followed any type of rule book at all. It's kind of just what feels right, what feels good. So to rehear these people who are just killing it in their day-to-day -day lives and their business and their careers, say these same things that I feel like I've truly been like standing by my whole like journey here. It just makes me feel like, okay, good. We're doing something right. Okay. So to get started though, I always get really nervous. And if, is Camille in here? Camille, Clausen, did anybody go to her class? She had a serious cotton mouth problem and it's like, it's happening. I, like, I can't, like, it's starting to get sticky, so I totally get it now. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do something kind of fun for a minute. But first, I need a volunteer. Any volunteer? Jamie, get up here. You can come up this way. Did that help? Oh, thanks. Cotton mouth issue, we're getting solved. Okay, so I want everybody to stand up. You're going to stand next to me. Hey, girl. And everybody turn to your right. Put your hands on the shoulders of the person in front of you. And you're going to give them a massage. Yeah. Yes. See that? I needed to relax. And I know you guys need to, too, right? That was good. Aw, oh, just keep going. Get in there. Super good. 
on, Jamie, show me those strong hands. Yes. <laughs> it's good, it's good. See, I picked you for a reason. I knew it was gonna be good. All right, now everybody turn around and redo the favor, okay? <laughs> yes. Everybody's been nice and tense. Maybe had a few too many drinks. Loosen them up. I don't know, some of you are maybe already a little too loose out there. That's good, right? All right. Now tell your neighbor thanks. Thanks, Harv. <laughs> good job. <laughs> so I have to tell you guys, I did that last year, and it was like the dumbest thing ever because I was watching all you guys get massaged, and I was like, well, this blows. <laughs> so I brought up a volunteer first. That was way better. Okay, so we are gonna be talking about, I mean talking about, creating your own dynamic content that fits the brand, okay? This was kind of a broad subject for me and it was hard for me to narrow it down. So I'm gonna try to get through this fairly quick, but I do feel like a lot of you guys are probably gonna have some questions. And it's funny, because being in all these classes, I feel like a lot of your guys' questions are things that pertain to my topic. So I want to try to get to as many questions, too, that you guys have. So we'll buzz through this good information, and then we'll try to do a Q&A, OK? So first, let's talk about your brand. Now, I want you guys to really think about that for a minute. What is your brand? It better not be mascara, because your brand is not Mascara, right? That's Kara's brand, but that is not your brand. Your brand is very, very important to your success, okay? That is who you are, and whether you choose to see it or not, your brand is the most powerful tool in your business. This is where you establish credibility, mindshare, recognition, and value, okay? So, Let's talk about how to find your brand. Because a lot of you are probably like, I don't know. I mean, and this is the hardest thing, I think, for everybody. You guys, I struggled with it forever, too. It's taken me two years. And if you guys don't know, I really um, had never found, and Rachel said that, I never intended on doing a social media, like having an online presence. I never, ever intended it. And I did not start with my social media until I signed up with mascara. So. Two and a half years, and this is kind of what's led me on this journey of to where I am, but I never started, and it kind of scared the shit out of me. Can I say shit? I said shit. <laughs> it really did. To put my face out there, to put my personal, just everything. I mean, I'm a hairdresser, that's what I did for 15 years, and I loved one-on-one -on -one relationships, and I loved working with people one-on-one, -on -one. but to put that out there for like the world to see, and to judge and to criticize and scariest thing ever, right? So scary. And I, how many of you is that? How many of you is that holding you back? Okay, like everybody, pretty much, right? It's scary. I did it too. So don't be scared. You can do this. But 
You finding that brand is really hard because none of us really think we have anything cool or super exciting or super different to offer. We just think we have normal everyday lives. I know I feel that way all the time. And truthfully, if it wasn't for my dog Ruger, I don't think I'd have anything right now. He is my claim to fame. <laughs> in fact, funny, funny story, the other day I was in Sam's Club and I was just walking through and this lady says, I just have to tell you, and I was starting to feel like, oh, she's going to tell me how much she loves me. She's like, I just love your dog, Ruger. Then she was like, <laughs> off she goes, and I was like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> okay, so some things to consider when figuring out your brand. So if you are unsure what you want to portray in your social medias, you got to think about it right now. I want you to really think about it because you may have heard this, but only 20% of your posts should be, uh, roughly 15 to 20% of your posts should be related to your mascara business. The rest of it should all be your own personal brand, okay? So let's talk about that and let's figure out how you're gonna decide. So I want you, and you can write this down, kind of think about it. Choose one to three areas of expertise. So is there one to three things that you can think of that you feel like you're really good at or, you're, or that maybe not really even good at, but you're super knowledgeable in? That you've researched, you're knowledgeable in, you enjoy, you're good at. Okay, one to three things. What sets you apart from others? Can you think of anything that you feel sets you apart from other people? What do you rock at? And if you can't think of what you rock at, because that's a hard thing. If somebody asked me what I'd rock at, I would be like, uh, eating? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Target. I do rock at Target. <laughs> so think, maybe ask somebody close to you. Best friend, mom, parent, somebody. Spouse, ask somebody close to you what you are good at. Um, what's your passions and interests? What do you like to learn about or research? Another important thing to think about is will you be interested in this particular area six months or a year from now? Because if it's something that fizzles out quick, then it's maybe not going to be part of you or your brand. Pick a niche and kind of stick with it. And these can be anything, you guys. Like, I am not kidding you. Brayden, my husband, which he's in here somewhere, ladies. He's here. He was telling me the other day, he's like, did you know, he's like, there is this girl on Instagram who has legitimately built her whole Instagram around twerking? She's a professional twerker. And I was like, first of all, why were you looking at this account? <laughs> Second of all, let me see that shit. Like, I need to see it. And let me tell you, this girl could twerk. It was unlike something I've ever seen in my whole life. And it is just video, 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 video of her twerking. Now, none of you should probably do twerking because I feel like mascara and twerking maybe don't go hand in hand. But it really could be anything. And she had over, like, it was millions of followers. Millions. Millions. So, I mean, literally, you could pick anything under the sun, something you're good at, preferably not twerking. Okay, 
So once you feel like you've kind of established a brand or who you are or what you want to portray through your social media channels, um, you're going to post about them fairly consistent. So establish a name. So this is kind of back to the basics, but establish a name. This is important, and I swear I'm not calling anybody out because I really don't know, but if you have mascara in your name, I highly recommend you take it out. So by that I mean your social media channels. It sh take out the mascara in there. Because that's the last thing you want is for people to instantly assume all you're going to do is try to sell them on a product, an item, or whatever. Because people just, they won't engage. They'll be like, eh, we don't need to be friends. I'll let you do your own thing. So make sure you don't have mascara in your name. Keep the same name across all social media platforms. So if you're on Pinterest, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, you try to keep, you keep that same name across all platforms so that people can find you. Once they recognize your name and who you are, they'll find you. Even my family, they all now refer to me as Harmonize Beauty. So Harmony Buse has gone out the window and it's just Harmonize Beauty or Harmonize Booty. That's enough. My kids call me that and my husband. <laughs> so stick with that. And every, so that your um, people can find you, okay? How often, uh, okay, so posting often and consistently. So this is very, very important. Consistency is key. And I've also heard that across the board from like pretty much every other person that has taught a class or spoke. Consistency is key. If you're only posting or storying, or whatever it is, once a week, people will forget about you, and you won't be in their minds like as often. You know what I mean? Even if you're not posting about mascara makeup, but they see my face every time they open up their stories or whatever, um, not to mention our faces are like the most beautiful representation of this product. Even if you, like even on the days that I barely put a little bit of makeup on, people will be like, oh, your makeup's so beautiful. Like they, they look at you, and even though you're not talking about the makeup, they're looking at your makeup, and they're like, what do you use? So even if you're not talking about the makeup, just showing your face consistently is so important to just staying fresh in people's mind, as well as it is also such a great poster for what we are selling. Um, you have to share your life. You have to share you, your humor, your enthusiasm, your expertise, and all the things you. Like that word you, it's probably gonna be said so many times in this class because you are what people want to see. They wanna connect with you. They want to get to know you. They wanna see your family. And that was a hard thing for me too in the beginning. I was very hesitant to show my kids, my husband, my family, because it felt weird. Like, and I was like, people probably don't really want to see them. But once I started in involving my followers in my family life and my day-to-day -day life, that's when people were finding connections with me. Like it didn't matter, like I said, Ruger is like one of my biggest connectors. Like he's there, the kids, they kind of feel like in a weird way, we all do it. We all know people, but we don't really know them, you know? So you want to, people want to connect with you. They don't want to just know about the product you're selling. They don't want to know, you know, how you're making money off of them. 
They just want to see you and feel a connection with you, which I truly think is something that is kind of sad with social media. I think social media is great. I really do. But I feel like it does, um, there's a lot of people that have, they don't have connections with people in their life, which is really sad. But they truly, genuinely will feel a connection to you based off of you giving them little bits of yourself and your life and all of that kind of stuff. And I understand it's hard. I, I know and I know there's a fine line sometimes. It's like, do you want to show your kids? Do you, and that's totally personal. It's up to you, but it also is very hard for people to get to know you if they can't see all aspects of you. Yeah? Okay, what else we got here? Oh, just taking an active, consistent role in your channels. So being active and consistent throughout all your channels, right? Oh, wait. Be genuine. You do you, right? Not what everybody else is doing. And that's another big thing I'm just going to throw in here really quick. And um, I truly try to not get wrapped up in other people's social media channels. So I love all my mascara artists, but I, if they're doing a makeup tutorial, nine times out of 10, I don't watch it. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the reason I don't is because I don't ever wanna feel like I should be doing something different than what I'm doing. If I find myself watching other people too much, I get confused in my own head on what I should be doing. Because sometimes we feel like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not sharing enough of this. I didn't post about that. And then we feel like we're not doing an adequate job. And that is not it at all. Because one person's way to get somewhere is not going to be the same as another person's way to get there. Okay? So do you and do not worry about what anybody else is doing. Nobody. Okay? Nobody. Because it's all about you and what works for you. Okay, so then you got to pick your platform. This could be any platform. Obviously, there's so many out there and they're all great. And I think this is a tricky subject for me because I think people think there's magic. One of them is magic. And you know what? One of them is magic but your magic may be different than mine. So I personally love Instagram. <laughs> it's really simple for brains like mine. There's not a lot of words and I can't, get, I can't get distracted. I just look at a picture and move on, right? So I love Instagram, it's kind of my primary focus. So what I do is I drive everything more through Instagram and then I regurgitate that information through my other channels. So. By that I mean sometimes it can be very overwhelming because we are all like, oh, she's on Facebook and she's doing so good on Facebook. Now I need to get on Facebook, but I don't know how to do Facebook. Like there's all these confusing, conflicting things out there. But I want to tell you, you do the one that resonates with you. The one that you find yourself on the most scrolling through, the one that you find the most engagement from, and the one that just all, in, all over makes you feel good, like you're in the right spot. And then from there, you can have your other channels, but just use your same information that you already posted on your main hub and kind of, like I said, regurgitate that into your other channels. So maybe a couple days later, post it on your Facebook. Or, and I do like to do days later instead of posting a post and then have it go straight to Facebook like all in the same day because a lot of your people do follow all three and sometimes it's overwhelming where sometimes they maybe missed it on Instagram, but then you repost it a couple days later on Facebook and they've seen it. 
So I kind of regurgitate that like just throughout those different channels. And I think these are all great. I, Pinterest is awesome. If you can post stuff on there, YouTube is awesome. They're all really good. Just do the one that works for you. Okay. Now that we've established that, let's talk about content. Okay. So with your content, you are going to share, not sell. And Rachel, in fact, last year my class was on sharing versus selling. And it was a really big eye-opener to me that I really don't sell very much. Like as far as like, I'm never like, oh, you can buy this for this, you know? Like I really truly think of it as I am talking to my best friend or my customer or the neighbor down the street or whoever it is, I'm talking to them and I'm telling them about something that I truly genuinely love and use. That's it. Like that's all it is. When you're on your phone talking to yourself, in fact, my sister just said, yeah, but how do you get over like that you're looking at yourself? I'm like, well, I don't know. Her solution to that is you put sunglasses on and then <laughs> apparently it works. You can't see yourself, so it's good. <laughs> But I, you get used to it after a while. But just think about that in the sense that that's who you're talking to. You're talking to your friends. You're recommending a good restaurant down the street that you just tried or a movie that you just seen. There are things that you really, truly love, genuinely like, genuinely use, and you're just sharing it. You don't always have to make money off of something, right? You just share it because you really want to. Share the good. Um, always good, useful information. Make it personal. As I said before, why do you love it? Not just that, oh, here's this makeup mascara. I work for the company. It's really awesome. It makes my life really easy. It's good stuff, you know? Make it, why, you, why did you fall in love with it? What was it about mascara's makeup that like sucked you in, made your life easier, changed your routine, just like you would be telling your mom, your sister, your best friend? You do that to your followers, okay? You're sharing it. You're not selling anything. Just get rid of that, and I swear it makes it so much easier if you just forget that you're selling it. You just think about sharing it. Keep it real. Be choosy on brands and companies you work with. I will be, I tell my husband this all the time. I am so grateful for mascara for so many reasons, but it gives me the opportunity to share all kinds of things in my life and not feel like I have to make money on them because I can make money and good money with mascara. Like we have such an awesome opportunity and it makes me feel so good that I can, I don't even care, like if I link some shoes, like the commissions are not anything big, they're like minuscule, like 1%. We can make up to 40% commissions on our mascara cells. That is huge. Most people who sell their own product don't even make 40% commissions. So we have the opportunity to make money with mascara, but that does, you don't have to be an affiliate for a company or only share the things you're making money on because I promise your followers will see through that. I can honestly tell you I have never ever done a sponsored um, post because it feels ungenuine to me. Because I feel like if a company's paying me to talk about something that I don't really love, I can't do it. Like, I just can't do it. But I'm so grateful that I have mascara to provide that income for me that I can make money without having to just be a sellout and 
promote any brand. And I tell you guys that because I think sometimes in this world of social media, we all think that that's what we need to be doing. We need to be posting the perfect picture, set it up straight, like everything has to be so good, and then, you know, you should try to make money from all your posts. And I just don't think it should be that way. I think we need more real, genuine people out there who are just truly trying to do good through their social media channels, not just make a dollar, right? So be choosy on the brands that come to you. If you have somebody that comes to you that want, if you love it, then go ahead and promote it, absolutely. Um, think of you as sharing or your favorites with friends and family. Yes, so I already talked about that. Okay, emotive content. If you don't know what emotive content is, it's anything in your content that makes you feel emotions, okay? Funny, moving, illuminating, inspiring, shocking, cute, controversial. Controversial is great. People love that kind of stuff. Just keep it positive. So appeal to positive. Um, you definitely, and I'm not saying you can't share negative things, because a lot of us have personal hardships that we go through, and that's okay if you share those, because it does create connections but be choosy on what you share and limited on the negative. Like be very, very careful with that, okay? So try to stay positive always with what you do. And like, like I said, give people emotions when they're watching you, like emotions, you know? Funny, positive, controversial. One of my biggest posts um, or stories that I've done recently, and maybe some of you have seen this, was the, the money one. So we were, we were on a little trip and there was so many beautiful houses, but I, I always think this question, like what in the hell do people do for work? I'm like, there can, all, and there can only be so many mascara artists out there that are making bank, right? So like, where do people get all their money? So I asked Brayden, I'm like, can I post this? And he's like, I don't know, Herm. He's like, that's a, that's a little much to put out there. And I was like, I'm doing it anyways. <laughs> and I did, and you know what? I had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of DMs, people, same thing. Like, they were so intrigued by it. They were so interested in the jobs that people had. Like, it was crazy. But that kind of stuff is like, they were getting information from me, but it's not even my information. It's information that all you guys, everybody else is giving to me that I'm just passing along to everybody else. So, Anything like that that can keep your audience captivated in what you're doing and contribute to it. Camille said this too the other day in her talk, and I too, this was one of my biggest first posts or whatever it was, I don't even know, I don't even know. but I asked what good Netflix shows. Anybody watched anything good on Netflix? Tons and tons of messages. But I feel like when people feel like they can give you something and contribute to you too, they also connect with you, okay? So that's another big thing. Let them give you something. It's not just about you always giving to them. You take from them and allow them to give to you too, okay? Um, listen to your followers. Always key. I talk about things and show things that I wouldn't really want to, but my followers ask for it, so I do it. Because again, I'm always like, do you really want to see that? Like, really? And I'll be like, yes, I do. I want to see your tiny closet and all the unorganized chaos that's in there, you know? They like to see weird stuff. So just show them the weird stuff and they'll be happy. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, what do they respond to? And engage, engage with them. So DMs, messages, always engage with your followers, always. I spend way more hours than I would ever want to admit going through messages. 
but it's worth it. Every bit of it is worth it. Okay, so once you get to your, let's talk about your feed. The aesthetics matter. So your actual feeds, and this kind of more pertains to Instagram versus Facebook, because Facebook, you don't really have much of a feed per se, but your feed should look pretty uniform, pretty eye-catching and appealing. So you should kind of pick a filter, pick a look, something that kind of curates it to make it look pretty uniform. And the reason for that is if somebody clicks on your page and it looks very aesthetic and it looks really good, and I'm not saying you have to have the perfect pictures, like the, po you know, they don't have to be that, but just more of like the color scheme. So I, I use, and I don't use filters, I use an app called Pick, Tap, and Go, Pick, Tap, Go, Pick, Tap, Go. It's free, I like saved a couple filters, layered them, created my own that I really liked, and it saves it and I just apply that filter or whatever it's called, I think, I don't know what it's called. It's not a preset, it's just a filter. Cause I'm like, presets are like up here and I'm still like down here <laughs> in the filter area. <laughs> Cause I am so overwhelmed by technology, you don't even know. So the, um, I use that filter and I put it on every one of my photos just so that when people look at my page, it looks like the same kind of uniform look, okay? Your stories are kind of your behind the scenes, the raw, unfiltered, the relatable, the funny, the, and you can, you can do that in your posts too, but you just want to keep it looking a little more uniform, okay? Um, and then, oh yeah, I was going to ask you guys, do you guys have any other apps that you love for editing or like your pictures that are pretty simple? So like I said, Pick, Tap, Go, Lightroom and Visco are good ones. Pixar? Pixar? Pixar, that's another good one if you guys need that. Facetune, so you said Facetune, Color Story, Quick Shot, Quick Shot. I have used that. That's a good one too. Cut Story is great for Instagram stories because you can record a video and then Cut Story will cut it down into your 15-second clips, so you can load them each one at a time. Canva, Canva is a great one too. So there's some of those. Um, Gosh dang it, I knew I had something else I was going to throw in there, but I forgot it already. So maybe it'll come back to me. Okay, so aesthetics matter, yes. Scheduled posting. So this is something that is 100% your choice and what you feel good about doing. Um, I don't ever schedule posts. I never have actually. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Okay. Back to that other thing. Somebody told me that this was a tip that I gave them that like really, really helped them. Your, if you're in here, thank you for reminding me about this. Um, your picture. Sometimes when we post a picture to our feed, we don't know what to say, right? Like we took this beautiful selfie and all we know is we look damn good in it, so we wanted to post it. <laughs> but like, what do we say in that caption? I look good today, so here you go. I don't know. I mean, you could. You're good. <laughs> but we, you know, sometimes we get sick of being like, oh, mascara colors used today, these, 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 and these. Your caption really does not have to do anything, if you want, with your post. Pick a good picture, but then give them something in your caption about you. Something maybe that happened to you that day, something that you are going through something more personable, ask them a question. Questions are great because it creates, um, you know, 
What is that called? Comments? Conversation. Yes. Creates conversations. Gets them engaged. Keep, you know, like, then the, it helps the algorithm. It's great. So ask questions. You're, you're, and that was something that triggered for me, too. Once I started not necessarily having to think of a caption that related to the picture, but just giving them something that I felt that day or it was just a, you know, something that I thought of. So post all the beautiful selfies you want and then just say something else totally random. And it won't even, people won't even notice. Like, they'll just be like, oh, she looks so cute. And then they'll be like, oh, I didn't know that, you know, she was thinking this or she was going through this or whatever it is. So, okay, back to the next subject. So scheduled posting. Um, I've never done a scheduled post, but there is some really good apps that you could use for scheduled posting, which is Planoly. You guys heard of that? Planoly, you can kind of curate your page, move it around, see where you like things. I told you guys before, and I'm really not kidding, I super suck at technology. And I like anything that's overwhelming to my brain, I'm like, that's way too much work, I can't do it. I can't do it. I just wanna post it and then not think about it again. So I don't ever do a scheduled post, but I do think if that is better for you and it works better for you, absolutely go ahead and do it. Um, that could be daily, weekly, or monthly. But for me, I kind of just set goals in my head that I would say are more weekly goals. So every week I'll be like, okay, you know, this week I want to talk about hair products, and this week I also want to talk about, you know, um, do an eyeshadow look. So I just keep that in my head that sometime that week, I got to do these two things. And then everything else kind of fills in as the day is coming. And the reason for this for me is I do feel like if it's scheduled or if I feel like I have to do it, I can't be real. I can't be genuine and it's hard for me. If ever I've done a post that like I had to pre-record and then post it, it's super hard. Wouldn't you guys agree? Like you, because it's not happening. You're not in it. It's not in that moment. You're not feeling it. So for me, I don't really worry. Again, I told you guys before, I pretty much have broken all the rules of what they say to do with social media, that you should post once or twice a day. You should post it this time and this time. You should always do these things. I don't ever do that. If I don't have content to post, I don't really post. Like I said, consistency is key, and I won't go more than a couple of days without posting, but I'm also totally fine if I go like three days without posting. It's okay. It, it's not going to kill you. I mean, it, you're not going to lose a bunch of followers. Like, you will be fine, I promise. Because the key is content. If people are getting sick of just, like, kind of useless, mundane posts that don't really have any guts to them, they don't look at them, right? All the time. And stories are huge. I don't know about you guys, but I rarely even scroll through my feed anymore. I just start clicking on those stories and you always see those people pop up. Like, and I mean, stories are just huge. They're huge. I'm so glad you brought that up because I really, truly think that stories are fantastic. Like, you got to give it to those are where it's at. That's why I'm not so worried about posts, I think, is because a lot of times people are not even really looking at them a lot. Stories, and I think IGTV, I really hated IGTV when it first came out, but it's starting to gain a little traction. And one thing that's really cool about IGTV right now, too, that they, I think, just switched. But it posts in your feed. Yeah, which is actually awesome because if somebody chooses to follow you, 
Um, they don't have to wait till you post a makeup tutorial story or live video. They can actually just see it in your feed. So I will tell you, this is a um, good example for you. So I've done stories. I've kind of played around a lot with a lot of the different ways of posting and where I find a lot of business. Stories are great, um, but if you have over 10,000 followers, you can do a swipe up feature, right? So it's quick. Sometimes you'll get a little bit more instant color matches, people interested, that kind of stuff, but it's quick because your story's only there for 24 hours. So that 24 hours, I'll have tons of color matches come through, but once the story's gone, like nothing. It's like crickets. So the other day I did an IGTV video, and instantly there was like nothing. There was like crickets. And I'm like, well, that was lame. All that work and no color matches. And then like two days later, they started rolling in. And there was tons of them, and then it's been consistent. So I've had like a consistent increase in color matches from the IGTV video. Video. This gum is working, Rach. It's absorbing the cotton mouth for sure. Thank you. <laughs> so yes, I think the IGTVs are, um, videos are great because they show up on your feed. So utilize those and they gotta be quick, right? Don't they have to be under 10 minutes? Yeah, which is good because people like to like move on. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay, but don't do that, because nobody will watch them. <laughs> yes, edit them and fast forward them, which is, I've done that too, because I was a little slow in certain areas. <laughs> or my dog came in, and I, or my kids, and I said, get out of here. So I fast forwarded it so they couldn't hear me. <laughs> okay, so gut check on that. Oh, but if you guys want, I mean, a lot of people have, if you're gonna do a daily or weekly, if you're just like, I have no idea what to post, my amazing team leader, Rachel over here, gave this to us. And this is kind of a day-to-day -day post, right? So if you are just like, I have no content, I don't know what the heck I'm doing with my life, I need guidance, this is great. Because you can kind of pick one thing each day of the week and roll with it. Okay, so every, every Sunday, if it's like, this is what I'm going to post about. And you don't have to say to them, okay, guys, today's spiritual Sunday. <laughs> they don't need to know that you have a schedule, okay? Just post or story or whatever it is. <laughs> Just give it to them. <laughs> so these are, this is a good example of a day-to-day -day schedule posting. Yes? Okay, you guys all got that? Okay, that's okay, because we're pretty much done. So one thing that I did want to talk to you guys about too real quick before we open up. Oh, man, we only got five more minutes. Okay, let me prioritize what's important. Don't worry about your followers, your number. I cannot stress that to you enough, that you are far better off having 50 followers that chose to follow you, that love you, that adore you, than having 5,000 fake followers that you just got because you followed and unfollowed their accounts, okay? Don't do that. Like, it's not worth it, I promise. Don't worry about the number. It is, that does not mean anything. Like, I have girls on my team who have under 1,000 followers that kill it in their cells because it doesn't matter how many followers you have, okay? 
I promise that number means nothing, so don't stress about it. And if any of you have one of those apps that it tells you when somebody unfollowed you, delete it. Get rid of it. Nothing pisses you off more than when you find that one of your best friends just unfollowed you. You're like, WTF, right? I thought we were friends. That happened to me early on in the beginning, and I like literally can't even look at that girl anymore. I'm like, you're such a jerk. And I really think she started following me again like six months later, and I was like, I think I'm gonna unfollow you out of here. You can't follow me. So get rid of it, because it really hurts your soul when you find out somebody unfollows you. <laughs> okay, quick five minutes of Q&A, three minutes. Yeah, so she asked about presets. If you have one specific preset, it can look really weird on certain pictures. So I have that, more or less, it's my own preset filter. If it's a makeup photo like of my face, like more of a selfie, I'll mute it down a little bit. Because obviously you want your colors to look pretty true to what you're wearing, but yet you still want it to have your overall look. So I'll just kind of mute it down. So yes, I would kind of go based off of, and as long as your feed still looks pretty curated, it's okay if you like, don't always use the same one. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry. She has a mic. Sorry. You're good. <laughs> okay, so I am one of those people who is really sporadic, and the idea of seeing a feed that is like all regular and like looks super pretty and everything is like the same color, like it stresses me out. Oh, so, can I, I still be really you good are at the Instagram? To the rule. <laughs> I'm like, I, it's too perfect. <laughs> so, I don't know how to like keep my Instagram with people wanting to come to it without, because it seems like the general of people want that like page yes. that like is very organized but like I just that's just not me okay so here's what I'm going to tell you there is no rules you absolutely if it feels better to you to have your page not look so organized and like curated that's okay because the people that follow you are going to follow you because they like you and they resonate with you and your feed is really not that important okay so the, feed, the whole thing with your feed looking curated is more so like the random people that don't know you will click on your page. But to be, I mean, back to that though, the people that are like you, like-minded people will follow you. So you'll probably find a bunch of people that are going to be like, you know what, I love your feed that it doesn't look like everybody else's, you know? So I think that's totally fine. You do you, okay? Hi. Um, I have a question. So I have two businesses that have two different names. So I have my mascara, which is simply Brie Brie, and then I have a design style and organizing. So I kept two accounts. And I know a lot of people will combine and do just their name. What do you recommend? I would combine them. Totally. Because I feel like it's really hard to keep your focus in two different directions. Like, if you have it in one, it's just more content that you're bringing to the table in one place. Because your people who follow you for organization, if you start bringing mascara to that, your makeup, mm -hmm. they're probably going to buy your makeup too. You know what I mean? Or gotcha. vice versa. They may follow you for makeup, but then they're going to find your organization. They're going to be like, she's a genius, you know? So I always recommend one account for all of your purposes. Unless you're kind of like have very niche specialties, like, you know, but I think in that situation, I would totally combine them all into one. And would you Last just do one? 
really quick. Would you just do it on the one that has more followers? Yep. Okay. Yep. And then just let everybody know that you're moving over there. I tried that too in the beginning. I had a personal account and my Harmonized Beauty, and I quickly found that it was hard for me to do both. And I also quickly found that like, um, the more I started showing personal stuff on Harmonized Beauty, that was the stuff that people really liked to see. And again, that's when I started seeing my um, engagement and followers and all of that go, go up was when I started sharing all things over on that account. Okay. Thank you. Hi. Uh -huh. um, you're so stinking cute, by the way. You're um, <laughs> The engaging that you talked about, like going back and forth with, um, you know, talking and stuff like that, asking questions on your social media. Yep. Do you do that more in your story than on your feed yes. now? Okay. But I don't know that that's really right. I just know that I've built a lot more relationships in my um, DMs than okay. I have on my feed. But they usually go hand in hand. The people who are always in my DMs are also the ones who are always in my feed. Does that make sense? So mm -hmm. I feel like they kind of like, they're like virtual online friends that I've never met that we have these like cool relationships with that I adore and they're so great. But because I'm always talking to them in DMs, they're like commenting on all my pictures in my feed and stuff. Yeah. So I prioritize, DMs are kind of my priority, but then I also do always try to go through as many comments on my feed as possible too. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, there was one over here I missed, since I left you to go over there. Oh, yeah. So awesome. So you, I would say, <laughs> they're like, okay, bye, see you later. <laughs> so <laughs> ah, I'm over that. Okay, so what I'd recommend is give them more information. You got to give them some other stuff that you're not giving to them. Like it sounds like you pri primarily focus on the trees and stuff. You got to give them some other stuff that keeps them following you all year long. Okay? Okay, one more question. Um, yeah, I would post it all over your account. So if you have multiple accounts and you are going to merge them, just say, okay, hey, everybody, I'm going to merge this. You, we're going to, I'm going to merge into my regular account. Tag your other account as many times as you can everywhere so that everybody will follow you over there. But I promise it's so much better to condense them into one account. It'll make your life easier and you can focus on that. Because I feel like when you have too many things going on, it's like 25% in each area, but you're not giving 100% in one. So that way you can do it all in one. Okay. Okay. Thank you guys. I can't thank you enough. Thank you all for coming. I really appreciate it. You guys are all awesome. <laughs>